Hello and welcome to Just Some Guardians episode 28. The E3 hype train is a rolling. Uh, we skipped an episode a few weeks ago and that gave us the perfect Destiny show with the reveal of Forsaken and, and then that led us right into this week as a nerd talk right after E3. So <laughs> we're getting saved left and right for content. This is awesome. So we are going to be discussing E3, the comings and goings there. Some more information on some games we got. Some information we wish we had have gotten on more games. And some things that we were surprised about. Oh. I, of course, am Elmer Fudd. But throughout the show, you will probably hear me called Brett. Uh, because we've been friends for a long time. And it's weird. To call each other that. Hello, HWF-74. That'd be weird, right? So joining me tonight, I have my ever-sensual co-host, Nicholas. <laughs> How you doing, bruh? Oh man, I'm wonderful. How are you? You know, I'm 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 doing okay. I'm doing okay. Talked to the uh, soon-to-be in-laws a little bit ago. Uh, we might be going on a cruise in the spring. Should be fun. Should be fun. That's and uh, I have some serious acid reflux right now. You know, just in case you were wondering. <laughs> I was. That's exactly why I asked. Yeah, I just totally like you and I are I still connected. Oh my god. If something comes up, I need you to tell me so I can, you know, change the level so it's super loud. So like the gurgling sounds become like I'll make all that the intro music. People will tune in and it'll be like a couple seconds of silence and <laughs> it'll be great. People love to listen to it. Yes. Also joining with us tonight, a returning guest, friend of the show, a gunbait one zero one. Hey, yo, what's up? Yo, what's happening, my man? Uh, nothing Hello. much. Thanks. <laughs> Hero, thanks for having me on this evening. Oh, of course, thank you How for you guys joining doing? in last minute. Again, uh, it's, super it's, it's, it's my super It's my honor and pleasure. So. Aw, you. If, uh, for a second, I thought you were going to say it, it's honor and glory, and I was going to be all happy because that would have been like channeling your inner Klingon. But I'll set her for set her set her. I'll settle set for her. pleasure. You'll set her. You I'm will a set, set, set her for a pleasure. I'm a setter of the West. <laughs> I'm a Western yeah. setter. Yeah. We forded all the rivers and we all got dysentery. Mm. Well, before we Our get country. into the show, yeah. Um, quick announcement. Um, Nick, do you want to talk about what we did yesterday? Uh, so yesterday was the uh, maiden voyage of our new baby, if you can call it that, baby project, pet project, uh, out of the hat. So if you've listened to us in the past, you've undoubtedly run across one of our D&D recaps. And perhaps you've said to yourself, Self, what are they talking about? D&D? Who are these characters? Well, we run a D&D campaign, uh, the Justin Guardians crew, plus some others. And uh, our, our adventuring group is known as the Hat Trick. So, out of nowhere, totally pulled it out of my ass, we call ourselves Out of the Hat. Um, so every Wednesday, we're shooting for every Wednesday, that's the goal, um, I will be hosting uh, a kind of a talk show Q&A format, um, hour-long show called Out of the Hat, where we'll have guests from inside the D&D &D campaign, possibly from outside the D&D &D campaign, 
Uh, it'll really give us a chance to get inside the heads of the characters uh, because we also stream our D&D campaigns also on the Just Some Guardians uh, Twitch.tv channel, so twitch.tv slash Just Some Guardians. So check it out if you're interested in D&D. Check it out if you've ever seen an episode of Critical Role. You know exactly what you're in for. Um, it's cool. It's fun. We're, we think we're cool. And I guess that's what matters. That's what they told me when I was a kid. Um, so yeah, check it out. Wednesday nights, out of the hat. Uh, what time did we start that? 10.30 p.m. Eastern time? Ten, yeah, that sounds right. Yep. Yep, 10.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, so, yeah. Cool. See what we pull out of our hat next week. Oh, look at you. Wordplay. Um, just real quickly, though. The actual D&D campaign is on my personal Twitch. Oh, it is on your personal Twitch? Yeah. Damn and can I Can I also get something straight? That we are... You guys are now also recapping your recap show, and can we call this segment <laughs> going into the hat for out of the hat? <laughs> Wait a second, I'm so confused. <laughs> so our, yeah, our D and D, our D and D recaps, like our weekly D and D recaps, will be part of out of the hat, and I guess we will we will reference out of the hat when we jump into the hat. To then get out I'm of so the hat. confused. Um, we can't get out of something if we don't get into it, right? Mom. <laughs> but yeah, so we started that more so we don't have... Um, we had some time, time restraints and then some guest interests. So the D&D the &D recaps on the actual show were kind of hard to put in all the time. So we're like, oh, yeah, let's just do another show. So that's worked out really good. Yeah, it was also... And I think one of the reasons it was most difficult in break you and I talked about this earlier today even, was that it was kind of awkward to say, for example, Tanak, one of our characters in the campaign played by Matt. He's a member of the clan in just some Guardians of Destiny. But to have him on the podcast to talk about D&D, he'd have to sit through the whole episode. So it was like, well, why don't we, why don't we introduce a new format? And then rather than just it being a recap, the recap is a small part. Of, of out of the hat structure and like the meat of the dish like that the, the recaps the potatoes but the meat of the episode is kind of getting into the head of each character and really diving into the why the wither twos and why fours if you want to quote a bilboism of the episode and how things played out so, yeah uh brett i'm gonna need you to roll me uh, an inside check please oh i don't have my I want to make sure you understand what's happening. Opening the dice. Preparing to roll the dice. <laughs> oh, that'll be a 13. Okay, yeah. You, uh... No, it's... Anyway. I understood it. Yay! Moving along. <laughs> well, uh, before we dive into an actual list of games, which we're not going to announce them all, because this list has, like... Oh god, like a hundred something games on it. A lot of stuff happened at E3, good lord. A lot of smaller developers too popping up this year, which is kind of cool to see. But I wanted to go around and more pick and choose based off personal interest before we kind of get into some of the other bigger names. Um, so Gunbait. Yes? Let's start with you on this. Was there a game announced that really popped out for you? I... Uh so there's actually after looking over the list there's actually a few um one in particular 
and this doesn't I, I have no particular order or anything like that but one in particular um, have any have any of you played just just cause I play just just cause two one I don't remember I played one of them okay I think I really towers. one of them before yeah okay I, I I own just cause three but they they also announced just cause four and uh, I am excited about that one um, just because it's it was like just cause three was like a Spider-Man game that was probably better than the Spider-Man games, but it wasn't Spider-Man. <laughs> so, um, it was really fun. Uh, it, it had really cheesy humor, and you know, it was like your standard action film, but yet it was like, it was just really good. And, uh, hmm. and David Tennant did a, did a lot of the voiceovers in that, in that game. Oh, really? Previously. Did he really? Yeah, he was actually the uh, captive... Uh, making radio announcements uh, for Medici and how the country was going, so he was like, he was like, he was like a, I don't know, some type of government def uh, official that was deposed, but yet he was like, they still held him around to keep everything in check, and so he always sounded nervous and everything like that, and like he almost had a gun to his head the whole time he was, uh, yeah, <laughs> making an announcement. It was hilarious. I'm gonna need to go back and play that again now. And just listen for David Tennant, yeah. yeah. I am. I totally, totally am. No, it was a constant source of comedy throughout the whole game. So, Did you... Have you I seen didn't... the trailer for, for the fourth one or anything? I have not yet. Uh, actually, a lot of these I've been kind of blind to. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, it, it, you know, except for one in particular, who, which I, <laughs> I have a particular interest in, as you may know. Um, I, I've seen... All the, you know anything that has been released, and that's you know Destiny Two, of course. But um, what's that game? I don't know. I know that this is our nerd talk, and I just I just wanted to touch on that as far as uh, it's know, part of E three. So no, yeah, no harm no foul. Okay, okay. So uh, uh, Forsaken was also announced. Uh, that's Destiny 2's, uh next expansion for the fall, and. Uh, that should be really exciting because it brings a whole slew of content fixes and uh, excitement to the game. Um, yeah, it, it would be really good. be considered as its Taken King uh, equivalent. Yeah, yeah I they they. I love What's that? like because because we covered D two extensively last week but mm -hmm. the, the, mm -hmm. the additional reveal that we got at E3 Ugh. I I I literally I, Brett did your phone explode it was it was kind of like um, when Ethan Hunt gets a new mission yeah the phone was just like it was it was just like an explosion of oh my god what the big capital letters in a row point, this message asterisk. was self-destructed in five seconds there's also Pretty maps much. all over your phone Weird. Like I, I literally, I destroyed Brett's cell phone when that happened because I was just like, my reactions did not occur in my body other than my thumbs. My reactions were all channeled through cyberspace into Brett's phone. Maybe I could read some of those because it's pretty good. <laughs> um, such things as. Um. OMG, 
a hundred exclamation points, and then <laughs> things like that's that. just him smashing his face against his phone. So Basically. pretty much, pretty much. Gotta love capacitive touch screen. It only picks up what your nose touches, and I've got a Gandalf sized nose. So Yeah. <laughs> no, the yeah. air doesn't smell so foul down here. Well, thank you very much, Gunbait. Uh Nick, were there any games that popped up at E three for you that really buttered your biscuits? Uh, there were two. If I if I am allowed to indulge in an additional game and not just name one, I suppose it's fine. I will allow it. No. Um. Not so, like, I I realize Nintendo has been the redheaded stepchild of the gaming industry for some time. However, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, like, yes. if oh you God. want to talk about buttering biscuits, that buttered every biscuit under the sun it, it also gave me cornbread and y'all know how i love cornbread <laughs> um no super smash brothers ultimate i am resisting the urge to squeal like a girl although oh, it's it so good just let it happen um, and they russell nobody's talking to you um whatever. no super smash brothers ultimate i am I, my body is beyond ready uh, other than that, the Ghost of Tsushima. Yes. I did not. I did not know anything about that going in, and I remember because I was watching it. Like we we've had um, Matt on the podcast, and he's he plays Tanak in our D and D campaign. He and I were watching the uh, PlayStation conference or the Sony conference together, and. I remember I just looked at him when the flute music, or when the, when the person started playing the flute, and there was the, the scenery just kind of blowing in the wind in the background, and I'm like, okay, this is going to be good, and then it gave us the gameplay demo, if that's what you want to call it, and I just, then I heard that that game is going to be open world styled, like The Witcher 3 was styled as an open world game yeah. and I just lost it I'm like okay that that game right there like thank 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 whatever deity or pantheon you believe in that I have a 4k tv and a ps4 pro because hey I would buy one if I didn't have one for that game well and the 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 demo of it the you know I was I was watching a video by PlayStation Access and they were talking about how they're focusing on the 3Ms. I can't remember the third one, or the, not the 3Ms, but they're focusing on me, three major things. I can't remember the third one, but it was mud, blood, and something else. And like just when he's like in combat and he's rolling around, the way the mud moves and the way it collects on his body and the blood as he's attacking, it looks amazing. It yeah, looks... I need to see more on I I've seen, like, scrolling through Facebook, that trailer is up a lot. But I haven't actually sat down to watch it, but it has caught my eye going, wait, what was that game? So I really need to sit down and watch more on that, because I've heard and, a lot of people talking about it recently. Well, and there's supposed to be like a grappling hook, so there's a lot of verticality to moving into, you know, these different environments that you're getting into. It looks speaking like it's almost a cross between Ninja and a Samurai. Speaking of verticality, I have to quick give an honorable mention to Cyberpunk 2077. 
That was yeah. going to be my neck, you thief. Yeah, well, your rancid hoe you're talking when he asked me a question. <laughs> I was contributing to what you were talking kidding. about. I'm totally kidding. Jeez. <laughs> anyway, that's, everyone's that's so all touchy. I to oh my god, touch me next. I mean, um, we should. <clears throat> oh yeah. Uh, Russell, well, I'm more just giving you shit because you ignored us for 12 minutes. That's all. I still love I you. was eating food. We want to listen to I you. I still love food. you. Please. Yeah. Well, since that Get topic was brought up, let's just go ahead and move into Russell. What was a game that popped up for you at E3? Um, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a Nick and actually talk about three instead of two oh um, because God. they all caught. Well, they all caught my eye equally. Um, my fault. The the number one uh, that really caught my eye was of course Anthem because it just it it appeals to me. It has that um, it's a sci-fi fantasy. And I, I am all for things like division and stuff like that, uh, the tactical shooters, but they're not they're not really my bread and butter. Um, having a game that is uh, it has that kind of fantasy element is much more along the lines of something that I enjoy playing. Um, so Anthem looks really cool because it does have it, it it's sci-fi, but it's heavier on the fiction than it is on the science from what I've. From what I've heard, um, the whole premise is, is that these these makers they came and they made the world and then something happened and they abandoned it like on the third day, you know. And so they've left all this science sciency type equipment, but that has this fantasy element that's still there that they were using to create th this world. Um, and it's called the anthem, which is more of the fantasy element of it. Um, and then there were, so it just looks like an amazing game. I thought the first time I saw it, I was like, and from what people were saying, it seemed like it was going to be a Destiny clone, Bioware's an answer to Destiny. Uh, but the more I found out about it, the more, the more of it, it's not at all like Destiny. Um, it's not an MMO because you're not you're sharing a server with people that shares the world but that doesn't mean that you're going to be seeing people as you're going out into play into your into the environment and and especially in your own personal hub it is your personal hub the decisions that you make flavor that hub um, and that's where most of the story elements are going to come from whereas the wild is a, is a different thing entirely um and it just, it looks amazing. You basically get to be Iron Man, flying around, shooting things out of the air, shooting a barrage of missiles at a Titan that's walking across the world or diving deep into the oceans. And apparently you'll have quite a long fly time, but also to cool it down, you'll fly under waterfalls or into the water. And that's what cools your jetpack down, because if it gets overheated, then it stops working. Oh, um, I was hoping it would so blow up. I don't think it blows up. It just I think it just stops working. And I think it's along the lines of, you know, especially like if you're high enough, you can cut it out and then kind of like fall maybe and then and then catch it right before you land if you're really pushing things. Oh, that'd be kind um, of cool. 
But one of the cool things that it talks about too is, um, so you have these, instead of being constricted to a class, you have these different armored suits that perform those classes, but you can trade classes at any point. So you're going to be upgrading not only your armor, but you'll be upgrading your pilot um, to give you better abilities, and then you'll upgrade your armor to give you more abilities in that particular class. So have they? Have they showed like how upgrading works? Like, is is they, there a, like what kind of system they have in place for that? Because that's the big thing I'm wondering about. No, um, they haven't, and they've only okay. briefly mentioned things about their their crafting and upgrading. They mentioned that you can upgrade, and they have mentioned that you will be crafting items to upgrade your your armor with. Okay. Now, how that works, I'm, I'm assuming you're collecting resources. I know that there is loot that you get from killing enemies, um, which is, like, better guns and stuff like that, pieces that you can put on your armor, too. But I, I know that you have to You either go back to Tarsus, Fort Tarsus, which is the main hub world, or you go to your kind of forward base, which is kind of like this large walking mech-type creature that reminds me a lot of an AT-AT. Um, that's kind of moving through the world that you can go back to, um, interact with the people that you've made friends with, NPCs that you've made friends with, and then have them craft your armor or whatever. That seems to be what they're going for now, how it works, or, you know, what exactly those items are. I, I have no idea. They haven't said anything about it. They've showed some gameplay which looks amazing. Um, the Colossus looks terrifying, and I like how each individual suit looks different, and it looks like they mm -hmm. play very different. With Destiny, you know, you, they, I feel like, even though you have different classes, they, they play kind of similarly, if that makes any sense. Most of the time you're running and gunning, and it's only your abilities that are different. It feels like in the Anthem, they're very, very different, even down to their particular play style. I was watching the storm and it kind of teleports everywhere. It even has a different way of flying instead of a jetpack. It looks like it's more of like an elemental kind of boost, which is really cool. Uh, the Colossus is just very heavy and bulky and it has this large kind of riot shield that it pulls out to decrease damage and it has a flamethrower that it just kind of <laughs> over the battlefield. Um, How did that go? <laughs> I mean, it. even... Okay. It, it, yeah, that was helpful. It, yeah. Um, you know, it just they look and they feel different. And I'm a big fan of third person, um, because my thing is is if I'm going to customize my character, I want to see my character on a regular basis because that's the point. I like my character mm -hmm. looking cool and I want to see it. Um, so I'm excited about that. Um, plus it it looks like it has some cool dungeons. I call them strongholds where you know you have to do certain things to get to a certain place and then you have to go through and then you fight like a major boss the one that they that most of the people have played uh you know as far as the demo goes and the one that they kind of showed even though they i don't think they've shown the fight is this big spider creature with these ugly sacks Ugh. of pus on it Ugh. dropping out of what looks like a sewer drain onto the top of this rock outcropping and then spitting webs at you no, but then like you have to burn off with a flamethrower and but then there are all these combos that you can do like 
you know, w one of the things that I saw is like somebody threw a, a um, like a grenade that froze a bunch of the uh, uh, NPCs, not the NPCs, the, the yeah, enemies, the bomb. Um, yeah, and then they another guy threw like a rocket barrage on top of them, and this huge combo came up, and you know they got all these wrecked points of damage and mm. stuff like that. So it was it was very cool. It, it's very much a cool game. They said you can play it by yourself, um, but it's going to be more difficult. It's going to be tough if you play it by yourself. The game is kind of meant to be played with other people, but it's more meant to be played with friends, if that makes any sense. Like a, like a it, small core group. Yeah, it, it's been, from what they said, it's kind of like in Monster Hunter, where you can almost end up like a flare if you really need help. Um to get other people in, but you have to like invite other people, and they can't steal your loot. They can't go back to your base and mess things up. So it, it's kind of limiting trolls from being able to do things. From what they said, they're not introducing PvP at launch. Yeah. So that may be a thing that comes later, but it's not going to be a thing at launch. Um, the changing of the world looks really cool. Um, and from little things that they've said, the storms will actually physically change the landscape. Is what it sounds like they're saying. Which is a cool so idea. So, what are the what are the storms? The storms are like these cat. Uh, it, it, they're like these cataclysmic events. They kind of remind me of. I don't know if you guys have read the Stormlight Archives. Mm -mm. Um, I'm reading. I'm reading Way of Kings right now. Okay, so you know the storms that they talk about that wash across the land, and if you're not super careful, they like destroy your property and kill you if you're in them. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um. That kind of seems like these storms are these cataclysmic events, and you can be out there in your javelins, but probably flying around too high is probably not a good idea. You've, I, I watched one where like a boulder like comes across the path that they're walking across. Uh, trees are getting uprooted and flying across. Um, so, and and from like a little thing that one of the developers said is that it actually changes the world around you. So like, what is what was a hill? that may be a lake now or something like that it's what it seemed like um i don't know if that's i mean if, if they can pull that off that'd be amazing um I'm trying to think if there was anything else i'm probably there's probably tons and tons more that i'm missing but that's just kind of what i picked up on and what i latched onto because it seemed like such a cool thing um the other one that i saw was um well nick already talked about ghost of shishima which looks amazing um but shakiro 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 anyway Shakira? it's it's the one by from software so it's their new um ip that they're doing which is kind of like it, it's it looks like it's in a similar vein of ghost of shishima where it's japanese flavoring um, but this one is, it looks like it's almost, it, it, I think from, like, there was this aspect of, like, in the trailer it says that you can't die and he, like, dies and then he rises up again. So I think it's going to be kind of like a Souls-like thing in that you can't die. There's an actual in-game reason why you're able to keep, you know, you die but you come back. Um, but the cool thing is, is it has, like, it almost feels like a Bloodborne... Uh, weapon uh, it, it almost like so part of the beginning sequences is the character gets his arm cut off and he has this kind of mechanical 
changing arm that like can it gives him like an axe to break shields and then it's also like a grappling hook that he can shoot out um i don't know how upgradable it's going to be but it looks awesome because i'm a big fan of from software with their uh soulsborne uh ip that they've done and so i'm really looking forward to this game because it looks like because soulsborne has always or soulsborne the genre has always had verticality but you can't jump or climb to get to obtain that verticality the verticality is all is all done through stairs or elevators or bridges or whatever is is that the one that's like um feudal japan witcher is that that one well no that's ghost of tsushima okay okay Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, I think, is the one you're talking yes, about. Yes. Oh, okay. That is okay. it. Um, and and so being able to go up on top of a wall and then um, do, like they talked about, the executions coming down, uh, where it has always been kind of a part, well, it was a part of Dark Souls, not really uh, Bloodborne. Um, but you actually do these, like, cool executions, um that are really interesting um and i'm just i'm super excited about that because it looks like it's more i've always loved dark souls for the lore uh soul Soulsborne in general but this one appears to have a little bit more story to it um it's definitely got a more japanese flair it looks like it's going to be uh fast and fluid and it looks amazing um and then the other one was cyberpunk 2077 which they haven't talk too much about i've only seen the trailer for uh but i really enjoy the style um big yeah. fan of, uh, uh cd project red uh, just because they uh, they they deliver great content um and having this new ip it the style of it looks amazing and i can't wait to see where they go with it and what they do with it um just i'm just super excited for that it'll be good yes well i'm actually kind of okay that you covered more than one game because that covers a few more topics there ha 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 um just to touch real quick myself okay i'm done um real quick just with with anthem for myself is it does like the gameplay looks awesome but i'm really before i get too hyped about it i am super waiting to see how like i don't know leveling or upgrading your equipment and and all that kind of how it actually works how those mechanics work before i get too into it because i mean the gameplay looks amazing but i don't want to jump on it and then you know run into something where it's and it's gonna sound weird to say just running around and shooting things in iron man suit because that sounds awesome but you know i want to have really in-depth mechanics to get into so i'm hoping to hear more about that soon from what they've said um the story I mean, because of course, Bioware they're always they're always pretty big on story, just kind of yeah. in general. And, yeah, I know um, the story will be good. I just I just really want oh, some really deep mechanics for a game like that. Well, I I would like to hear more about what you're supposed to do, like once the quote unquote campaign or story mode is done. What then? That's what I want to know. Yeah. Before I get too hyped. So. We got more, but we still need more. Give us more stuff, Anthem. 
well, it's one of those games is like one of the most like everyone's hyped hyped for it. And so as long as like they so should have just dropped like a lot of info and just be like, okay, cool. Now I know what it is, and now we're still in questions. They're playing hard to get. I know. Well, Senor Evil J. Is there yes. anything at E3 that uh, <laughs> piqued your interest? Yes. Um, skull and Bone. No. Uh, <laughs> Division <laughs> 2. What? I did not yeah. see this coming. No, you did not. Dude. No one saw that coming. It was... I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought you'd be really divided about it. Oh, okay. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Boo! And that it would be a really divisive subject. I didn't. That one wasn't. No. No. Shut up, Brett. If you could throw so two in there I, somehow, I'm with you. I can't say like Forsaken because we all knew that was coming out. Oh, for sure. And we talked about that and with I, you last week. Yeah. But going through, that was like. Um, Anthem just, from what I heard, because I watched, I, I watched all the reveals except I think Square X and Nintendo's. I pretty much watched all the other ones. I watched Sony's. I watched Xbox, EA's, um, and Bethesda, which was actually the best one. Not because of the games, just the presentation, and everything. But from what I heard, they gave more information out when guys did little podcasts with the developers and interviews mm -hmm. with the developers, they didn't do it when they had all these people watching. They did it oh, behind closed doors almost. Yeah. And unless you followed those people, you didn't hear about it. Who's this? Yeah, who are these people um, so I can go look them up? That, that I don't, like, I've, it's just going through Twitter. It's people, oh, hey, I heard from this person or someone. Yeah. I heard information from somewhere that this is what they're going to do. It's like, well, that's why you go to E3. That's why you have the conference, so you can give out some of that information. Yeah, that's a big thing that's been bothering me, especially come out in the last few years. Like, that's happened a lot. Where they're like, here's a teaser trailer. And you better follow certain people that we like and are personal friends with unless you want to know more. Come on! Just well, tell me it, everything from well, there. That's why you're there. I think I think the anticipation is is that okay, we're gonna we're gonna go over the big things and then we'll go over the little things because we know that people are going to set up appointments to have us come on their show or whatever, and that's because I've noticed that not just with anyone in particular, but with a lot of them they'll they'll kind of give their big speech they'll do the reveal they'll they'll do that thing and then when they're on on these other um these other shows then they'll they'll go into a lot more detail and it's usually dependent on the questions that the the people are asking yeah and another but thing they're... i noticed is um like different companies using e3 to then make people come to their own like a lot of people are pulling out of e3 like bethesda had their own building next door where they're running their own event and the first time they appeared at e3 this year was more to tell people hey you should come to our thing we're going to show cool stuff it was like the whole reason yeah, it was there. over it was over on xboxes yeah so it was super interesting that like a lot of people are using e3 to more guide people to other outlets which is kind of interesting to watch i like right. what nintendo's done with it 
they're just like, you know what, we're, we're done playing games, we're just gonna record what we want to say. And so you, when E3's going on. <laughs> Bye. Right. And wash, wash our hands, done. This probably saves them a crap ton of money. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Not even kidding. And Death Stranding, I still, I, now, nah, I don't. I have no idea what's going on with that game. No one knows what's going on. Seriously. It looks interesting, though. Yeah, I'll be controversial the here. I don't drink the Kool-Aid. Hideo Kojima, from the days of Metal Gear Solid Sons of Liberty, tries to be edgy just to be confusing. And people eat it up. And I'm like, you know what? None of that made any sense, actually. He's just trying to make you think you're experiencing an existential crisis. Well, I was never uh, a big fan I'll of the I'll go play Metal something Gear that's got a coherent narrative. Bye. I, I was never a big fan of the Metal Gear games, but for some reason, Death Stranding, it just looks so unusual. You, you too! Movie. Oh, no! Like, make a fucking movie! No, instead he casts a director to be one of the characters in the game. Like, make a fucking movie! I don't know. Whatever. I'll be quiet. <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> anyway. If I'd known that's all it took. <laughs> right, writing his name down now. Alright, future reference. Got it. Understood. Perfect. And then the, the other one, it was... They didn't show anything, they just mentioned it, but um, Respawn doing Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Wait, what? Yeah, that was Yeah, they, they mentioned it during the Xbox one. But yeah, no, uh, Respawn, which was bought by... No, it was, no, it was the, the EA one, I think. Respawn was bought by EA, straight out. Correct. So, Titanfall and Titanfall 2. Mm -hmm. They're doing right now... Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Ooh. Wow. You just said something that I think just made me come a little bit. Order. <laughs> so it takes oh, part, okay. the way they explained it, the game takes part in between episode three and episode four. Okay. So when the Jedi, after... The clones switch side and all that stuff. So that's why it's Jedi Fallen Order. So it's in between there. See, but they I just want... they Go mentioned ahead. it because they're still it's still in like it's they'll probably have more about it next year. Yeah, I was I'm looking but around no, and I'm not seeing a lot about it at all. Just that it was announced. No. Well, the the reveal was was one of their like like crowd interviewer people talking with the dev who was sitting in the crowd he mentioned it very passingly as as a member of the attending crowd like it wasn't it, it was it was it was obscure it was weird and yeah i i wish i i kind of want them to do give me give me something outside of the regular, you know, series. Give me something outside of one, two, three, and I feel like a lot. That's been the big thing lately. Is between three and four, we get it. There's a lot going on between three and Give four. Give me another dark I wanna forces. I want to see, yeah, or or like the beginning of the 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 Sith Order or something. Jeez, like Old Republic. Old Republic was good. 
go back even further. Go, I don't know, do something way in the future. What was the other one? I think a different galaxy. I think Not though this is EA, EA's last shot. Hmm. They have, oh, that's right. they have to prove. Yeah. Yeah, because when they released the last Star Wars game, people hated started hating Star Wars and Disney's like you're making people hate Star Wars. That's impossible to do. So I think yeah. this was they told them give us something that's does not involve loot boxes. <laughs> right. I think I think they should go back to like Jedi Outcast days. Oh man, Jedi yeah. Outcast was such a Jedi. For a second I thought that you had said something about Jedi Outcast and I was like, oh, Jedi Outcast, but it's Fallen Order and I was like, Oh, okay. I can still get behind that, but still. You know what would resurrect them? Another Rogue Squadron game. Oh, I loved Rogue Squadron. Yeah. Oh my like, god. Like like can anyone think like twenty four V twenty four? Just like TIE Fighters versus X Wings. Go. Give me another Republic Commando game. game. That was amazing. A Gears of War with Star Wars paint on it. I'll they, take yeah. it. I'll oh buy my it. God, yeah. I'll pay for it. A cover based Star Wars third person shooter. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's sad when like the most in depth Star Wars games are getting your Lego. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But they do well at it, though. They do do really well. Do do. Yeah. And they're comical. <laughs> well, and I wonder, I wonder, you know, I mean, because technically, I mean, I wonder how copyright for that works, because it could technically be considered a spoof. I'm wondering, you know, I think that they still purchase the rights for it. But I'm, oh, I'm they, curious they have that. the rights for it. That's, mm -hmm. yeah. it's... Well, that's part of their merchandising. Yeah. But the way the the kind of comical aspect of it also kind of makes it a spoof. So I wonder. Well, no. Um. The the cartoons that you used to see, I think uh, down in the down down in the states, it was uh, was it cartoon Cartoon Network or com whatever yeah. or um, Comedy Central or something like that. Yeah. They had Lego Star Wars games, of yes shows right. Those were oh, yeah. licensed by Lucas. The, the license oh, was bought, uh, and Lucas robot had chicken. them. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah. Um, the actual robot Lego ones. Too. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they both got the but same license. Yeah. 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 Anyway, that's way off topic. I'm sorry, I didn't make that. <laughs> there is there is Lego DC supervillains also coming out. So I'm just stuck in a, I've got a list of like old Star Wars, like back when like, when you'd see the LucasArts logo pop up and you're like, this is going to be amazing. <laughs> I'm just in a rabbit hole right now. I'm sorry. Did anybody ever play uh, Bounty Hunter? Uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunter? That was a good one. Yeah. Oh my God. That was God. such a good game. Rebel Assault. Love that game. Oh, I have it on my PS4 right now. You have Bounty Hunter on your PS4? Yep. It was a remaster, I believe. What? <laughs> I didn't even know they remastered that. You just blew his mind. I did. Did anyone play the old Rebel Assault games? I don't think I ever played that one. Oh. I did. I remember playing a game where it was like it was a it was it was a cover shooter like from back in the nineties. But it was like 
it was like they filmed people almost like a like it was a movie. Yeah, and that's Rebel they Assault. Had... Oh, that was Rebel Assault? Then <laughs> yeah. yes, I have played those. They had um, a mission where you're flying the Millennium Falcon through this canyon. Yes. And it's harder than the uh, than the Lion King game on Sega Genesis. <laughs> and um, oh my, my mom is the only person I know that has beaten that level. So, fun fact for you there. Oh my god, that's beautiful. God, that level was... <sighs> so let me get this straight. Your dad has beaten the Lion King. Yes. And your mom... They, they, have, the they have the potential the to be the King. most hardcore gamers ever, but they just won't go for it. It pisses me off. Did any of you ever play the old NES game Star Tropics? Star Tropics? I don't think so. That sounds like what happens when I really have to go to the bathroom. Star every... Tropics. I'm looking at it right now. My mom beat that game when I was three or four, and my older brother Matt was... He's three years older than me, so whatever the hell three years older than whatever the hell age I was, was. She would put us to bed at, like, you know, eight, nine, and then she'd start talking. It's amazing. It came out in 1990. Yep, Nintendo, 1990. It actually looks pretty good. For, yeah. Okay. It was, oh my god, I try to play it now and I get my ass handed to me. <laughs> Isn't it funny how you go back and you're like, how did I play this when I was a kid? Like, I feel like I was better back then than I am now. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> I was unashamedly un better then than I am now. Oh There's God, just no avoiding it. I have to find a way to play this. Okay, moving on. Star Tropics. Okay, that's bookmarked. I'm going back to that. Absolutely. <laughs> now, did any of you guys actually watch Revolver's reveal? Revolvers? I don't think so. No? No. You have to watch. The, this year's Evolve, last year's, they, they kind of talk about their games, but it's more about the fact that they make fun of E3. Oh, really? <laughs> they hardcore make fun of E3 and about how how big it is and stuff like that. Like, uh, the one this year, they have this, this woman that hosts it, right? Mm -hmm. She's like, we don't even know what this is, but you're going to throw fucking money at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, she goes on, talk about loot boxes. No, no, next best thing is cryptocurrency. Well, we've designed our own. Loot box cryptocurrency. We don't you know, know what it costs. Already. Yeah. We don't know what it costs. Some guy just makes up a number, but you give us actual money, and we give you this coin. Um, <laughs> they just made fun of the whole so, industry. That's amazing. Yeah. That was another thing about Anthem that I really liked is no loot boxes, and uh, they will have purchasable content, but it is all cosmetics. Um. And that's it. and you'll know exactly what you're buying. So there's no loot box type. Did anyone else that notice was... a trend of like free DLCs this year at E3? Well, duh. That's because they know they pissed off the community royally. They were also like angered the United game. States Senate. Yeah. Yeah, that too. And Hawaii. Well, that's the senator that's leading the charge. Yeah. Yeah. Who dropped? He he dropped the Star Wars reference, and it wasn't like. 
a forced one that you hear some of these guys like he he dropped a hardcore Star Wars it's a trap and did it seamlessly <laughs> that's awesome yeah, yeah I'm excited to see how, how all this pans out and then for it to show either I mean it's the biggest thing is either one way or another where developers can go oh hey this works really well we should do more stuff like this or it flops and everyone on the internet well, can go oh wait maybe this isn't such a bad thing so the was it cyber cyber cyberpunk 20 did you see so when because they did the reveal uh for xbox so right at the was it xbox or so or was it playstation i think it was xbox. cyberpunk was xbox yeah. xbox so right at the end he's like thanking everyone and all of a sudden they they kind of take over if you look through the red light letters that came up on the screen during that there's actually a message in there and it said i think microtransactions or loot boxes are you crazy for a single player game or whatever they said a story driven game are you crazy or something like that <laughs> like they right in their ads straight up said we're not doing microtransactions that's fantastic. And they actually, right. I think, they also dropped in there a code for the beta. Oh, really? Oh, in the the or something like that, yeah. That's kind yeah. of fun. That sounds like CD Projekt Red. <laughs> yeah, they that's are, true. So I just, I like them as a company. They they just they bring this kind of passion that's really awesome. I also noticed something else that Sony's last year Days Gone was huge in the reveal, right? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, huge. This year, nothing really. It's, like it was yeah, kind of in passing. Little. But I like Days Gone. I am super excited about that game. I really am. Isn't I, that the motorcycle one? Zombie yeah. motorcycle, bounty yeah. hunter. Man, it... I'll watch Walking Dead and see Daryl Dixon do it better. <laughs> Well, and I mean, that's kind of, I mean, yeah, it is capitalizing on his fame and and that kind of character because Deacon St. John is very much uh, that character. Um, but it looks like a great game. The way they've done the zombies, the couple of things I've seen where, you know, they, so uh, I saw them walk through a mission. They have some different zombie types, which are really interesting. Um, and then the 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 story seems to actually be very well developed uh, but this kind of open world zombie adventure it looks really intriguing they they had a point where they had like it was like a construction um site where they had dug into the ground and there were like hundreds of zombies there in front and you had to clear them out and so you had to like trap and and drag them along behind you and do it in a certain way where you couldn't just sit there and spray and pray because otherwise they would kill you. Um, so you had to like blow them up along the way by by making um, bombs. That then you would throw behind you, kind of like a, a last the Last of Us kind of type thing where you would acquire the ingredients and then and then make it and like throw it over your shoulder um, and then uh, lead them around so that you could thin them out so that then you could shoot a few of them and then it just I, that game looks amazing to me and the the amount of versatility that they've plugged into it to the point to where the zombies react differently to the different weather that are going on you'll run into different things uh, every time you play through it the, 
the replayability seems to be just really high. Yeah, I'm excited to... I, I think I'm going to watch a lot. I don't think I'll buy it, but I'm... It looks like it'd be a really fun game to, like, watch videos or, like, go on Twitch and watch someone stream it or something. So I, I, I might be doing that a lot. But, yeah, it doesn't look like a gameplay loop that I personally would really enjoy. Mm-hmm. But Question it looks really mark? <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> so, that's another one that I want to see more about, like, Brian the story and how Baxter? that'll actually feed into things, but... And then, you, uh, you want to talk about it? You want to uh, move on? You wanna... But the other push I noticed with Xbox is they pretty much had their asses handed to them last year with PlayStation's announcements. Yeah, I forgot with, Xbox was well, even there last year. The uh, the, the first-party games. Yeah. But the first-party games that PlayStation released this year compared to what xbox was announcing last year at the same time oh yeah we got this and that like but they weren't just their games they were games that are being on all systems so they had what was it um uncharted came out god mm -hmm. of war um uh horizon zero dawn and there was xbox couldn't and that's the big complaint about xbox is they don't have those first party games but it sounds from their push this year and their uh, CEO or whatever talking about it, they've gone out and bought, what, about five studios to make first-party games for them. Yeah, didn't they announce, like, uh, another Gears of War game and, like, a Halo Gears of War game? 5, and then they also have a Gears of War Pop Edition. Gears Pop. It's like I should iOS, say yeah. it's technically Gears 5. Oh, yeah, Gears. There's no yeah. of war. Okay. Which I noticed. None of the promo art, none of the titling, none of it says Gears of War. It's Gears Five. That's what it even says in the box. Which is, is interesting. That? that makes less sense. So you play as an ambassador, like a... and you're trying to. You make play as Chairman Prescott. Well, I mean, wasn't that the whole thing? They were they were cogs, weren't they? Wasn't that what they were called? Yeah. The soldiers in the war, the yeah. The coalition of ordered governments, that's what the government was called, COG. So they were gears. The soldiers were gears. Interesting. Yeah, because I'm looking, that trailer I'm looking through the good. list here. I was a major Gears of War fanboy. Mm -hmm. When Gears was one, like the trilogy, one, two, and three. Oh, and Personally, Cliff still did them? Yeah. I don't, I don't feel like it was a series that should have continued. Because I thought that it, it reached a, a good conclusion. But... Oh, I agreed, but sadly they're like, we made money, let's keep going. You're like, no! It ended You mean perfectly. like Halo? Yeah, that's another really good example. And they have another one coming out? And Honestly, it actually looks kind of cool. Was there another trailer besides on PC? just that tiny little teaser? Oh. Oh, no, it's just sorry. a tiny little teaser. Okay. Would you say they're gun bait? I'm sorry, buddy. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, in in reference to Halo, I believe it's called Halo Infinite. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, that's also on PC as well. All of their games will pretty much be on both. Yeah. Uh, oh, Gears 5 is going to be on PC also. I didn't see that. Holy yeah. crap. It's because uh, a lot of their games now are they push the play anywhere. So if you have it on Xbox and if you have it on PC, it's you can play it on both. Like, if you buy, I think, one copy, 
you can play it on both. Plus, Xbox pushed really heavily pushed during their conference also the uh, their Game Pass. Yeah, they've been pushing that hardcore recently. I've been seeing that. So, all their first party games, as soon as they release, they're on Game Pass also. The day of. That's crazy. Great deal. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping to see PlayStation pick something up like that. They have theirs, but they just don't. But it's I don't know what it is for you guys down there, but up in Canada, I think it's eleven ninety nine a month for the Game Pass. Are you talking about for PlayStation Plus or for no Xbox? Xbox. The oh, Xbox, okay. their Game Pass is like twelve bucks, and seeing other content seeing content creators and stuff, people ask him like um, the best one was the uh, the Pirates game that had just come out for them. Going, oh, it's a game I should buy. And they're like, to be honest, pay the eleven bucks, get the Game Pass, try it for a month. If you don't like it, don't spend the. Up here in Canada, it's eighty bucks, seventy nine ninety nine for us for a game. Down, down there, it's different. <laughs> We've had this conversation different. about with the uh, the Destiny ex- uh, Forsaken expansion. Yeah. Poor where people guy. are complaining. I just want to it's hold like, you and tell you it'll be okay. It's fifty three something for me. Ugh, we man. also have a Canadian. In- uh, clan as well, and he utters the the same complaints as oh yeah as you. So. Oh, I'm sorry. Wouldn't we okay? Let's go back to the Bogger system. I will trade you three newborn goats for Destiny Three. I mean I'd two. For sake. Check out the new Bungie Studio. We got a petting zoo out back, and they could get more income that way too. People could pay to go to the petting zoo. Guys, I, I think we just figured out the whole problem. Zoo. We're set. The petting zoo sounds like a, a cheap brothel in, like, Game of Thrones. Oh, that's another good idea. I think we should open up one of those as well. A petting zoo brothel? Yes, See, I know which way you were taking that. I was just helping it over the fence. Super legal. Is it though? Hmm. Is it really? Well, we got one way to find out. Let's just open it and see what the law says. <laughs> That's the best way to do everything in life. <laughs> oh my god. Better to ask yeah. forgiveness than permission. Well, um, something oh, that Jay life. mentioned on that I really wanted him to talk about because I know he knows way more than I do. Um, you just briefly mentioned that you were excited for The Division 2 and then didn't say anything past that. So, like. Well, because I figured we would a little bit later. It is now later. So from what I've seen, knowledge on me. Their big push is they listen to the community with Division One. So they'll be dropping eight people raids into the game, into Division Two. And specifically, using the word raid was very interesting. Not raid, raids. So there's going to possibly be many of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but from that, that they didn't. They kind of showed it if you look really quickly. But other people have touched on it outside, and those are people that I do follow. Um, when they brought up one of the uh, the teammates' names, it actually has a social 
with it and their clan name. At the beginning of their names are actually brackets with your clan abbreviation at the beginning of it too. What are we going to be? So just clans are coming. Right? Is that what you yes, said? just some gardeners. Just some gardeners. Just some <laughs> titties. We're just here for the lawn, man. We're just here for the lawn. Just here for the lawn. God. Lawn in front of the White House looks super nice. Um. And then, so the story gets you to level thirty. And then you get the there's the three special classes. Sniper. Demolitionist. I got it this time. Hey. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, what, is, what the hell is the other one? Uh, oh, the guy with the crossbow. crossbow is that what the class is called? No. Um, guy with the crossbow. I, <laughs> boring. I was just I no, I was just impressed. I got demolitionist again. Hey, two in a row. Because when I tried time? to explain it to you before, what demolitionist? Yeah. All right, we're good. You're clear. Get them Calm down, kid. But what? What those do is, once you hit level 30, finish the campaign, then you spec into those. Very interesting. But so, my apprehension there is it seems very... I don't know. It seems super... Oh, you get a grenade launcher. And then you, you're you the only person in the world that can use a grenade launcher. Like, I, I want them to elaborate on that a little more. Because it looks cool. But what well, what is it? Because all it gives they showed... You, all they showed was the weapon. Yeah, that's that's what the kind of the class is. There's probably I think there's perks associated to it, but you pretty much get right. a fourth weapon. Well, we think like no, and that's, that's, that's guys, where they well, I when know they you, were... I, okay. I know you get the my, my my point is I know you get the weapon, but I want to know what comes with that. Well, or is it just access to, to a weapon archetype that you know? And I know that. I'm not asking no, it's them that to specific. Like, say that you now. get that specific weapon. You get that grenade launcher. Uh, the sniper gets a 50 caliber sniper rifle with uh, armor piercing bullets and it goes through walls and stuff like that. And then the archer, the you got the crossbow, they're explosive arrows that so do. It, um, are they all weapons that everyone can use, but if you choose that class, you get a special version no. of the weapon? Okay. You, that class has that weapon, so it gives you a fourth weapon. So you have your original, you have your your two weapons, and then your sidearm, and then it gives you that fourth weapon when you go into it. But you can change out those three. Like you're just, you're, it's not like Destiny where you're you got a Titan, you got a Hunter, and you got a Warlock, right? And you're stuck like for that character, you're stuck with it unless you create another character. Yeah, you can actually switch to those other two when you want. So you're not stuck just with, oh, I made this guy, and now I have a sniper rifle with him, and that's all I'm running with him. No, you can switch. You don't lose any progression with your the class with the sniper rifle, but then you can go to the rocket launch, the grenade launcher and start building up that and leveling it while still having, so you can swap back and forth. So what I think it is is for the raid, the raids is you don't want, you can, you, uh, set up your team a certain way depending on how the raids are right so you're going to have like a couple snipers long range close range medium range type thing hmm. um the other thing they didn't show is um depending how much you guys have played is they had introduced into destiny uh division one gear sets right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
they haven't mentioned gear sets at all and then the hands-on stuff that they showed because they actually did two or three days of pretty much 14-hour streams there too where they came on and streamed it onto their Twitch channel for 14 hours straight where they actually played the game, had the their devs, their heads in and stuff like that, guys who worked on the game, everyone that was there for Massive, talking about the game, talking to the community. Hmm. So they just didn't have their booth on the floor. They actually went on Twitch and talked to people and played the game and occasionally died horribly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, as long as the killed themselves on stream, trying to make it look like they didn't. <laughs> oh. But um, even if just and me and Nick have talked about this a lot, even if just the the campaign is as good as the first one, I'll have my money's worth. But I definitely want to hear more about how the air well, quotes class system, like if they the extra abilities and all that, how that'll work. Which well, they'll not, talk at like. They'll talk about. They they said that it's just, they're not going to talk about it this week. Oh yeah, they're like, I just we really still, want to know. We still have Division One, mm -hmm. but they're going to slowly bring it out and talk about it because that's the one thing I got to say about Massive is they actually talk to their community. They don't have like a real write up once a week type thing. Of another game that we play where. They kind of hold on to their information. <laughs> we will talk about this in the future. Which sometimes sounds like a parent who's pissed off at you. <laughs> Did everyone here watch I that gameplay trailer for me. The Division 2? <sighs> With Air Force 1? Wait, what? Did you watch that gameplay trailer, question? Nick? Uh, no. I'm... Staying vanilla. I know it's in Washington D.C. I watched a little trailer with a girl writes it out in the paper airplane, and that's all I'm going to look at. Okay. Well, the trailer's actually what it is. It's called a control point. It has nothing story-wise in it. That's fine. I just don't want to see it. I don't want to spoil the visuals because I've been to Washington D.C. multiple times. I love the city. Absolutely it's a one for the city. The map so, is and one I, oh, for and I one. know that. Yeah. And I don't want to. I don't want to see what's happened to Washington D.C. until I walk in there as my agent. Okay, yeah, does that make that. sense? Yeah, well, especially and after I never, like, Brett. You know this. I never do that. Yeah, ever. True. Well, and the thing was when we were playing like Division One, we'd go to places in you know Manhattan, and you were like, "I've been here on this staircase, and it looks the exact same." <laughs> and so yeah, I'm excited to have kind of those moments with you. Where, like, I, I, I want love, us to take pictures of places games. you've taken pictures at and, like, put them side by side. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. I, I love when, when games do that. I was always taken... That's one of the reasons that I loved Assassin's Creed was because they went back and historically recreated these places that... It's just cool. It's cool to, to have a game that does that and is like, guess what? We did a whole bunch of research just to make this as cool as we possibly could. Yeah, I purposely didn't mention Assassin's Creed Odyssey because I didn't want to literally like words on it on all of you for two hours. I I am excited about Assassin's Creed Odyssey, but I'm concerned that they didn't take it. They put it out in a year. And yeah, well, that's the thing. Is I was really surprised when was they in the past. It. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was their big thing with Origins, was the big selling point, was that they took years to do it. 
And so then suddenly, well, like, especially towards the end of Origins, spoiler alert, you end up in basically some of the same regions that Odyssey's going to be in. I so think, at first I was like, ah, I don't know. Well, they're a massive team. So part of me feels like they've been working on this at the same time. Oh, I'm sure they have. I'm just, I don't know. Just when they did Assassin's I, I Creed year after year before, it one. didn't go very well. Well, I was, it, it just, I just, I, 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 one every couple of years is fine. You don't have to release one every year. You well, it's not coming out till that. next year anyway, so I mean, there's, yeah. there's one, maybe it's oh, so two there's years two, between so Origins and Odyssey. Yeah. Okay. That, that makes me feel better. I just Speaking honestly wasn't though, expecting them to announce that. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I did not see that I coming. wasn't either. The Assassin's Creed Odyssey, there is a... Uh... So, the characters, where you can pick one a male or a female character, right? Which is, Alexios you actually get to Cassandra. pick... Yeah, you get to pick your character. The other hmm. thing they've said is the, um, the sexuality of the character is up to the person playing. Good. Oh, that's cool. Interesting. Yeah, so it's, it's up to the person playing. Romance so you can really dive into being. So wait a second. Wait a second. Greek culture will be as it actually is, not like Here's... it's been scrubbed. <laughs> what? Here's Meaning the... sexual pleasure was with little boys and reproduction was with women? Because that's what history actually shows? No way. The funny thing Sorry. about that is someone actually tweeted out that it's. Because you could do that, well, it's uh, historically inaccurate. Greeks were Christians, so and if you, homosexuality, you'd be killed. And so it goes. <laughs> have you ever? There right. is a guy on Twitter who actually book. said that. Someone responded, um, "Before you talk, you should have just Googled Greece." Yeah, no joke. <laughs> Literally, women dick. were for reproduction, and everything else was whatever felt good. Period. It was at that time. It was like one of the most open societies they didn't care well geez i mean look at the romans haven't you ever heard of nero they learned from the greeks that wrestling was done in the nude for goodness sakes man the whole olympics were done in the nude that that's true i would have tuned true. into that and russell that was the olympics <laughs> for a completely different reason because there was no advantage to be had if one didn't have any armor Winter Olympics in the nude. <gasps> and the fact that in Assassin's Creed you can now actually Spartan kick someone. Yeah. Oh, that had to be a thing uh, for Odyssey. <laughs> it had to. That's probably how the game started. What the next yeah. game we're going to do? Let's know, design kick. some way that we can Spartan kick someone. Okay? Let's do it in ancient Greece. So interesting enough, it says on here on IGN that it's coming out October 5th of this year. Mm-hmm. They had announced they had announced it at the thing. But who's to say that they didn't design this one and Origins at the exact same time? Oh, for sure. Did. I just I just did not expect, especially after how hard they pushed the Origins thing. I just I'm not mad. I was just honestly like, wait, what? An Assassin's Creed game? I did not expect this in any way, shape, or form. What? I'm mad. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. I'm mad. So mad. And then so the Assassin's Creed division, they're all Ubisoft. Or however they call it, I just call it yeah. Ubisoft. Well, they have like but nine as I was telling you, studios or something crazy. Yeah. As I was telling you guys yesterday, though, I found information out about them that they are 
the most profitable publicly traded uh, games company in the world. It doesn't surprise me. I believe it. They have well, they're so they they're so prolific. I mean, honestly, they put out a game sometimes twice a year. Yeah, they have a lot of IPs that are really, you know, good household names even, you know. Well, I mean, even just Assassin's Creed, they put out like two Assassin's Creed games a year. What? They were at one point. They were doing at least two a year. Well, do you do we count mobile? Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. Because usually, well, be like you a have mobile to if you're going to count it for. Uh, if you're going to count it for Bethesda and their uh, Elder Scrolls. Yeah, that's true. Well, so yeah, then yeah, they were releasing it. like two seven. They haven't. A year. They haven't released. It's it's been just Skyrim, everybody. Skyrim. But you guys Skyrim. saw that. You saw that. Their clip, right, from their conference. Skyrim, like very special edition. Yeah. The, uh, I saw one that was like, uh, I I think it was a skit, um, where it was, it was uh, Skyrim on Alexa. No, that that <laughs> was yeah, that was from there. Yeah. You can actually get it. It was a skit. Yeah. But they actually made it. That's oh, I would hope so. It's a spell for knocking shit over. Do you have a spell for cleaning shit up? <laughs> that was so funny. Now Skyrim on your smartwatch. Now Skyrim. So that's it. The Bethesda one, though, because of their CEO who came out, the guy who had gone over to Xbox and he came out there, theirs was the best just because of him. I'll have to go back and watch that then. Because I found... You watch all the other ones, and they put people up there on stage who don't talk to large groups of people mm -hmm. about stuff. They right. talk to smaller groups, or they talk to their buddies online. But when you get them in front of there, you can tell they're reading a teleprompter. They have the he he almost seemed like he was having a conversation with you. Yeah, there's been a few guys over over the years that are just so natural up on that stage, and you can tell who they are. Yeah. Well, and you know, that's the, starting to become more and more of a thing in the industry of making sure that the the your developers that you're hiring are actually comfortable in front of crowds. Mm -hmm. Like that's they, starting they to have, become. They a also thing have to be marketers too. Yeah. yeah. And that you don't hire freaking what's his name there, the guy from uh, what is it, Kennedy there, the ke the comedian, to host your show for you, Jamie oh, Kennedy. Yeah. Oh, oh gosh, I was watching that the other day. It was like it was on a list of top ten worst meltdowns at E at E three. <laughs> <So funny. laughs> There's been some good ones. Just... Oh man. Top worst moments, top meltdowns. There's been some good E3 stuff over the years. <laughs> Weirdest on stage performances, trying to be different. Bless you, E3. Bless you, people trying to think that they understand our culture and going really far with it. <laughs> the other thing I'm shocked by is that no one mentioned, because I, I think everyone just expected it not to be, even though they're hoping to, Borderlands 3. Yeah, that was the thing that ever, oh, I think yeah. everyone was just like, yeah, it's totally going to be there. And I was like, no, it's not. And I didn't see anyone mention it. Nope. 
didn't afterwards. Get mentioned anywhere no. At all. I think there's people just giving up. I think uh, Goth has given up on that. Um, he, anyone he mentions it now. Any of the Borderlands? They're straight looter shooters. Uh huh. Yeah. I just never got into them. That's what actually got me into co-op gaming with Dustman was he'd given me an Xbox 360 just because he's like, I have two Xbox 360s. You want one? Well, how much? No, no. Do you want one? I'll give it to you. Oh, yeah, sure. So we wound up <laughs> starting to play. Is that even a real question? <laughs> it's the type of person he is. Because he, he gave right. me a smaller white version. He's like, well, I'm going to be trading in to get my PS4, so what I'll do is I'll give you my black version, which is the bigger version, and I'll take the white version back, and you can have the bigger version once, because I'm still playing it right now. I'm like, you do whatever you want. You're giving you me just, a free right? console. Whatever. Yeah. You do you. Russell, when but you me, played Borderlands, did you actually play with other people or solo? I've I have played Borderlands maybe once or twice, and that was on the couch with one other person. And it just—I'm not a big fan of first-person shooters, just in general. Um, and a lot of it goes back to the fact that if I'm gonna outfit my character, I want to see my flipping character. Um, but the I I, I don't. So then know. division's I, great for you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, I will get the division to play with you guys, even though it's not. It's a little too realistic normally for my taste, but I'm sure that I will enjoy it once I play it. I looked at the first one and I thought it was interesting. It just wasn't on my top list of things to get, so I just never ended up getting it. I like more of the realistic look. Like, I love Destiny, but when I saw Division, it's like, well, I, I like that more grounded into real life. Sometimes, yeah. like Ooh. just that. And I'm a Tom Clancy fan. I, I I've read all his books. Yeah. And that stuff, was the big so. thing that got me interested when I first saw a trailer for the Division. Well, I was like Tom Clancy, multiplayer, open. I can't. Oh. I almost can't treat them like after being like neck deep in the Division and neck deep in Destiny for a long period of time. Each, they're too different. Yeah, they're not. They're, I mean, they're they're too vastly different well it's one's games. a first person shooter one's a third person shooter so and one, one has and one's just giant magazines of bullets one also has more of the rpg aspect the min maxing and stuff like that going in perfecting your build finding where the other one kind of took had a little bit of, like destiny one had that destiny two kind of took that away yeah, I don't yeah. I like to to me that doesn't that doesn't impact it too much. It's it's like the core gunplay is is night and day between the two, so I can't. The gun, even if they had zero RPG elements, yeah, the gunplay is so different between the two of them. I just I can't. And they've adjusted. I'll play the division. I I could play them both equally yeah. invested and be happy with each individual. Like, it looks from what I've seen in the trailer and what the one we watched last night, too, that one, that the gunplay seems less bullet spongy. Mm -hmm. it, it fucking like, better be. I'm sorry, but it, like, I'll be blunt. <laughs> like, it, God fucking damn it better be. 
there's a scene, there's a clip in there of them taking out a huge tank guy pretty much has on him a bomb disposal outfit. Uh, yeah, I saw that. And then the, they have the, the weak points. Was, yeah. But as you take out the weak points, you actually watch those pieces of armor break off. And then and he actually those takes spots, more damage as armor falls yeah. off. Yeah, I thought that was a cool mechanic. Instead of just, they're going to rush you, Dark Souls roll your way out of there and throw a grenade and snipe them in the head and keep rolling <laughs> until they're dead. You're like, ah! Oh. Dark Souls roll. That's, uh, that's, that's you all you did towards the end, bro. Oh. And man. Oh, I know. Well, anything else popping out from you guys at E3 before we start heading to the end of the show here? Oh, there's well, lots of things popping out of me. There Ew. was a Red Dead Redemption trailer, which, I mean, looks beautiful. I didn't see that. There's a list on Digital Trends as well for... Uh, uh, basically, they have a collection of all the trailers, so if you want, I can share that in the in the Discord if you guys yeah, would yeah, like. Yeah, throw that over. That'd be awesome. Yes, please. Yeah, Red Dead. I'm excited for. We got a release date for Kingdom Hearts three. That's actually a real thing happening. What? <sighs> right. Uh, nobody really plays Kingdom Hearts three, do they? <laughs> well, no, no not yet. It's not out. <laughs> I remember Don't know your wife being super into that, Brett. King, everyone, everyone's, everyone should be into Kingdom Hearts because it's the purest form of entertainment. I, I Elmer, never got into it. Neither did I. Elmer, you didn't see the PC game release? That's right up your alley? Uh... Maneater? <laughs> what was that supposed to mean? <laughs> huh? He's a man-eater, man-eater. Well, now i got to look into this, because I don't even know it. <laughs> I'm just laughing because it sounded like it was supposed to be a joke, and i got to look into this. It's an actual game. PC well, it's release. On list, so, uh, uh, man-eater. Okay, what's the joke here? What are we laughing at? What are we laughing at? Man-eater. Okay. There's giant plants everywhere. Uh, okay. <laughs> they still make, they still make PC Vita, uh, PS Vita games. They do. <laughs> Persona Three: Dancing in Moonlight, Persona Five: Dancing in Starlight, P PS4 and P PS Vita. PS Vita, yay! Yep, they they stopped development of any PS Vita games, but if they're porting anything or if there was anything in currently in development, then it kept most people use their ps vita to remote remote play, play. yeah myself included that's a good way to do it well i used to uh roller coaster tycoons coming to switch that's important that's actually pretty cool that is actually pretty cool i've actually heard apparently that this Wolf. new jurassic park one came out that's supposedly really good oh i've been watching the streams on it it looks amazing yeah, jurassic so world evolution yeah yeah. And it, Jeff Goldblum actually does uh, voice work for it. What? Life uh, finds a way. Finds a way. Yeah. And then Man, was Jeff it Wolfenstein Goldblum. Young Blood? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is co-op. Another Dragon Quest. Mm. 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 Mm -mm 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 -mm. 
like six elders. And we happy few is finally being released. Oh gosh, that jeez, that's been in development yeah. for a while, right. hasn't it? I think oh, since yeah. the beginning of time. Early access, it's been in early access for. I, I'll be honest, the early access points of it made it look not so great. But from what I've seen, like some trailers of what it's supposed to be now, very different. August 10th. Damn, that's right around the corner. Holy crap. Gearbox Jeez. software. Alright, let's go ahead and start heading towards the end of this bad boy so that I can sleep. And so that Nick and Gunbay nah. can sleep because they're way ahead of me. Brett, one thirty here. Only eleven thirty. Family's out of town. What do you actually need sleep for anyway? Uh, we'll see. Some of us leave our house early in the morning to go to work. So there's there is that. <laughs> um, we're not scrubs. Let's let let's let Gunbait start. Go plug yourself. Oh, why? Thank you. Hi, I'm Gunbait. Uh. Basically, I am also a co-host on another podcast that Elmer has also been a uh, a, a guest on. Uh, he has also received the title of friend of the show, but uh, that that podcast is Hoot Dog Radio. It is our Hoot Dog. <laughs> it is our uh, clans podcast, uh, showcasing just the events that go on and general news and stuff like that within Destiny and gaming in general. But we mostly focus on uh, Destiny. But uh, um, we're listed on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Anchor. Um, and uh, we're also on Twitter at twitter.com slash hootdogradio. And my personal Twitter is uh, at gunbait101. Mm. Um, are you on Twitch and stuff too? Oh, yeah, I, I am on, on Twitch as well at twitch.tv slash gunbait101. So. Beautiful. Jay, where are you at, buddy? Uh, Twitter at evilj2789. Uh, when I finally get back into it, mixer.com, evilj. Uh, and in Discord, in uh, just some Guardians Discord channel. Woo-hoo. He's really not evil, though. He's pretty good. Don't tell everyone. He's good and evil are a point of view. Have you ever actually played with him? He is pure. He's pure. He's pretty kind. That's only when I'm stealing uh, special heavy from uh, so Cole can't run around with a sword or a rocket launcher. (laughs) That's not being evil. That's being very good. That's good for the world. Um, Nicholas, where are you at, my dear? I'm on the Twitters at He Who Fights. I am on PSN uh, as capital H W F dash the number seven source. And no, no, no letter Q's. Even though Q is a good letter, um, I'm also to be found uh, weekly on Wednesday nights at Twitch.tv slash Just Some Guardians as the host of Out of the Hat. And come check it out. Mm-hmm. Glorious. Russell, where are you? I uh, am at, on Twitter at drjex. That's J-E-X 0725. Um, if you would like to ask any kind of Dungeons and Dragons questions, because that is my bread and butter. I am only a casual gamer, I would say, even though I play quite a bit. 
Um, but I am a Dungeon and Dragons, Dungeons and Dragons fanatic. Um, I can also be found on Wednesdays at Out of the Hat, and on Sundays at Twitch.tv slash Games Double M Double D. Double God, Kevin, you just stole that from me. Uh, <laughs> on Sundays right. at uh, six Central Time, where we play our, uh, or where we stream our session of Dungeons and Dragons. You know, I only have one joyous thing I get to do a week. Okay, you can take and it I away from him. You can say, Russell, away. double S, double L. Oh, there we go. <laughs> oh. Ooh. No, Coming don't in to take save my day. Mm. Well, thank you for joining <laughs> us for Just Some Guardians, episode 28. When we do the show, we are live on Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash Guardians. You can find us on Twitter at JSTCast. If you'd like to send us uh, questions, concerns, pictures of Dick Cheney, you can send it to the... Just some guardians at gmail.com. Pinned onto our Twitter is a link to the Discord where you can find us all with the DD section that, that'll be where Russell is usually at if he's not answering you mm -hmm. on Twitter. And as for myself, you can find me on Twitter and Twitch at Elmer Fudd Games. And uh, you kind of stole my thunder, but I don't care. Double D. Double D. Mm. Oh, Lord. So there we go. What a mess. Russell. Take us out. Join us next week on Just Some Guardians if you enjoy utter incompetency and mutual chaos. Boom. And that's a show. John Cena! Are you sure about that? That's my favorite new thing. The little green screen John Cena. No. Popping his face out. Are you sure about that? Love it. Boom, there we have it. Popping something. Thank you so much, Kenby, for joining us last second. Like, oh. within minutes last second. <laughs> Definitely. We're glad I could be on. I'm glad that everyone, everybody else could be on, too. Yeah, so thank you, Evil Jay, for being on the couch. Yep. Wait a minute, what?